0: COVID strikes again, and unfortunately, that has resulted in the cancellation of the City Open in Washington, D.C. for 2020. The ATP and the USTA making that announcement overnight, and uh, Chris Clary reporting it from the New York Times. It's an absolute disaster for the tour, which was supposed to come back on the 9th of August, but unfortunately that has been pushed back to the Western and Southern Open, the Cincinnati Masters 1000, which is also scheduled to be played at the Billie Jean King Tennis Centre in New York as part of this bubble. It's a bit of an emergency podcast today, just trying to bring you all the facts of what has come to light overnight. Val Febbo here with you on Breakpoint Podcast, a special edition, and joining me on the other line, as always, is Joel Frucci. Joel, uh, how are you?
1: Yeah, I'm alright, Um Yeah, sad that we have to be back here. Uh, it was only a day after recording, uh, you know, our regular show, if you like. But yep. um, yeah, big news, big news out of the states this morning. So uh, we had to get back on deck, and um, yeah, the city open cancelled in, in Washington. And I'll tell you what, it's it's a real shame um, because. The actual lineup of this event was looking pretty strong. 500 event, of course. And Stefanos Tsitsipas, David Goffin and also Daniel Medvedev were meant to be playing um, in Washington. So, uh, yeah, it's a real shame. But um, I reckon let's get into the reasons why this happened.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And um, the, tournament, uh, ma- uh, the tournament CEO, Mark Ein, Uh, released a statement overnight and saying after months of tireless work by our team and close collaboration with our many stakeholders, we're heartbroken to announce that we must unfortunately postpone the 52nd City Open until the summer of 2021. With only 23 days left until the start of the tournament, there are too many unresolved external issues, including various international travel restrictions, as well as troubling health and safety trends that have forced us to make this decision now in fairness to our players, suppliers, and partners so that they can have the around their planning. It um, just goes on to say that we want to express our deepest gratitude for the support of all the stakeholders, including ATP, uh, USTA, and so on, plus the Washington government, and they look forward to another uh, memorable city open next year and the USTA has also released a statement last night um, saying though the though unfortunate the USTA understands the rationale for cancelling the city open at this time we want to recommend mark I uh, oh sorry we want to commend mark I and his team for their uh, for their tenacity driven by their passion for sport but respect uh, the tournament's ultimate decision we also want to thank the many supporters of the tournament from the fans to its many partners and know that mark and his team will be ready to host them in 2021. The decision in no way impacts the U.S Open or the western and Southern Open. The USCA will create a safe and controlled environment for players and everyone else involved in both tournaments that mitigates health risks that was approved by the state of New York and also confirms to the standards put forth uh, conforms to the standards put forth by New York City and federal government we constantly base our decisions regarding hosting these tournaments on our three guiding principles that include safety and health of all involved whether hosting these events are in the best interest of in the sport of tennis and whether the decision is fin- financially viable we're confident we and re, that we remain in line with all three guiding principles well that statement there probably explained more than Washington. Washington was more a deep, deeply regretful one that they couldn't host the tournament. But um, the confirmation that you, the U.S. Open and the Western and Southern Open still going ahead, um, I, I kind of find it baffling to be quite honest, Joel. Um, with the with the cases that are still rising in New York, and looking yesterday, uh, they had eight hundred and fifty five cases on the. Um, on the 20th of July, but uh, it says there's two different conflicting things here. It says 391, so even with 391 or 500 uh, or 855, that's a fair few cases to be able to travel to New York when Washington yesterday only had 78 new cases compared to what New York has. So, um, yeah, it's the fact that they're not going to Washington because of travel restrictions and they want to get to New York, uh, I'm not sure this is viable. What do you think?
1: yeah well I mean it certainly doesn't bode well and I think it, it doesn't look particularly good because or in particular because it's the first tournament back for, for the men um, of, of course Washington and then leading into Cincinnati and then the US Open so I, I think I think as well I think that really doesn't <laughs> really doesn't sit well um, for anyone in that sense um, but it, it seems like a big part of it as well um, and I think it's really important um, We've heard from a lot of players, uh, both on our show and also in the in the Twitter sphere and, and elsewhere, that um, there's still a lot of problems when it comes to um, international travel. And obviously, we know that um, there's a pretty sizable field um, of American players that will play, um, and there are a lot of players that have already committed to um, going to the US and competing in the in the American swing on 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 the hard courts. Um, but we have heard from a lot of players there are still some some issues that normally it would be pretty routine, like Alan Perez told us about uh, visa problems, Kristina Modzenovic was in the press talking about the same thing. Um, and, and also there's, there's the, um, the issues around, um, I guess, actually getting to the, to the States um, and particularly for the European players coming back and forth and then once they're there uh, and vice versa. Um, do players have to quarantine for two weeks or however long it is? Um, and clearly those issues are still being ironed out um, and that's why, or partly, you can imagine why the event um, has been cancelled. I was reading in uh, Marta, the uh, Spanish paper, that um, uh, Novak Djokovic and the Players' Council were looking to work through some of these issues around uh, players having to quarantine, going back and forth between Europe, but clearly that hasn't been uh, resolved yet and um, Mm -hmm. Know, the fact that there's only 23 days uh, left until the restart, it's not a long period of time. Um, well, 23 days until the restart previously now yeah. because um, now, now there's even, there's even more days. time. Yeah, so we've, we've got about a month now. So yeah. there's a little bit more time for uh, for them to work with there. But, um, yeah, you'd have to think that if, if that is a big reason behind the cancellation, that that's something that would have to be... Figured out before, um, not even the US Open before Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, no, I think so. And yeah, this is um, it's a disaster. And you mentioned that Novak Djokovic and the player council were looking to do, or were looking to try and work through some things, some things based on quarantine. I don't think I'd trust Novak to get anything done at this point in time um, with with what he's been dishing up so um yeah it's look tennis is in a really tricky situation at the moment and um i think with with the women's tournament starting in europe in palermo and prague i think they're going to go ahead um I haven't really heard yeah, anything so- otherwise and the tournament in lexington um that begins on august 10th uh with serena and stevens both saying that they're and indicating their intention to play um they're they're going ahead as well so um I reckon it's a watch of this space for that tournament, but this is the first the first major roadblock I think that we've had in terms of the restart happening and um and Washington being cancelled um you know this is a big tournament, and as you said, had some really massive players that were were going to attend but I think the big question now is what does this mean for the us open and how yeah. the hell can it possibly go ahead? How can Joe? Yeah. I don't understand if if we're having and look, you're right, it does give us an extra month to get this right and to get visas, it. yeah. Extra or well, like we get it, we've got a month now, though, up until up until yeah, the restart. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, that's what I meant. Um, so we've got an extra week, but now we've got a month to actually make sure the visas can go through and all of these other sort of all of these other little nuances of of all planning, of all little people's plans, and everything needs to fall into place in this next month. If in two weeks these things aren't sorted, the US Open and Western Southern Open can't go ahead. They just can't. You're expecting 900 people, including support staff, players, uh, everyone, US Open officials. It doesn't seem feasible, Joel. Like, why don't we just, and I know that we need this for the tennis economy, for not just for the players, but for the media and for the tennis organisations around the world for this to go ahead. But should the, if, if we're looking at a restart, I'm starting to lean towards it, it needing to be in Europe.
1: Yeah, look, it's, and we've spoken about this a lot and, you know, we're probably almost sounding a bit like a broken record because we've spoken about the US Open so much and it's kind of the same reasons that, keep coming up. But I think I think what's important now is that we're almost at a point and, yes, we know that there are going to be some players that won't go to the States. A lot of players, a lot of big players have expressed doubts about whether they're going to go. Um, and we've spoken a lot about, um, you know, what that does for the integrity of the competition. But the flip side is it also opens up a lot of opportunities for people, and we've spoken about that already. Um, you know, guys like Chris O'Connell, and we spoke to Luke Saville yesterday, um, you know, they're, they're just two guys who have a, a real opportunity um, if they were to go to the US Open. Um, so with that in mind, I think in the next sort of fortnight, I think um, obviously the USTA are probably going to want to hold off for as long as they can before making a decision. But I think in the next fortnight, it's going to become a real matter of almost courtesy because a lot of these players and particular particularly these ones that we say, have a good opportunity if they head to the U.S. Open, if they've got that protected entry ranking of, um, you know, one through to 128, yep. they're going to want that certainty that if they travel, they're going to be able to play because I couldn't think of anything worse for, um, you know, these guys that have this this great opportunity presented to them if they were to travel to the U.S. and then, and then be told, oh, no, sorry, the tournament's not going ahead. Um, now, obviously, we don't want any rushed decisions. We don't no. want... Um, you know, we we don't want these decisions um, to be made in haste because they're they're big decisions. But I think um, it's it's in the next two weeks. It's really going to become a case of um, almost a courtesy, certainly, but almost respect. Now, I think um, I think these these players, um, whether they're men or women, um, singles, doubles, wheelchair, whoever it is, I think they need that certainty that if they commit to travelling they're going to be able to play. Um,
0: Because we don't want what happened uh, in Indian Wells, Joel.
1: Yeah, exactly. We we don't want that. We don't want that. And, of course, it is a very uh, fluid situation. No one really knows what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone in a couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely a matter of urgency. Um, And, I mean, with all that in mind, you would have to say that um, if the issues can't be sorted out with, um, you know, relative, uh, I guess, Promptness. If they can't be worked out in a timely manner, um, you would probably have to lean, lean towards probably cancelling rather yeah. than just saying, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tr- we're gonna try and go ahead, but we can't guarantee it." Because um, you know, there's there's obviously a lot at stake for for uh, a lot of players that um, that th- that see themselves going and making the most of that chance.
0: Yeah, exactly right. And I think, and that's the thing. It's like there's there's a big chance for a lot of players here to actually expand their ranking and make sure that they can try and possibly end the year inside the top 100 and if players aren't going to go that means that more people are going to get a chance to actually enhance their enhance their um their ranking and enhance their confidence ahead of 2021 and look going to the US Open for a player like if we use Chris O'Connell or Luke Savile who we had on uh, yesterday's show as an example so say they go and O'Connell probably more so because he's ranked 116 so O'Connell can go say if he gets to the third round that could get him inside the top 100 and then if he ends up inside the top 100 Joel he can essentially get direct entry into the Australian Open. That frees up another wild card for someone else and it has that domino effect that someone else might be able to play the December showdown. Someone else might be able to, you know, get themselves into the Australian Open. So that one extra person can that gets into the top 100 can have such a good effect on other players from that country as well. So there's some real positives that can come out of this for the players that can play. But the problem is... How are we going to get there if there's no visas? South American play the South American yeah, three, contingent, I don't think the South Americans are going to be able to get there, Joel. Brazil is in a dire state at the moment. Argentina is no better. Chile's not great. Um, the Indian players aren't going to be able to leave. I, I highly, highly doubt. Um, so how are we expecting to police this? How are we expecting to get a full field out into the US Open? And uh, as, as we said on yesterday's show it has to be an asterisk I know it's still a grand slam but there's an asterisk around it and a bloody big one at that
1: yeah well I mean as we keep saying there's there's absolutely a lot of limitations to it um and yeah it's really just I guess almost dictated by individual circumstance Mm -hmm. um yeah but look it's it, it is a tough one um but you know, I think I keep sort of I guess we kept coming back to this point that um, you know, for every player that that's not there, there's there's an opportunity for, yeah. for another. And of course, um, I, again, if we if we kept going back a step further, um, it's it's um, you know, it's back to whether this thing actually goes ahead. So mm. it's just really a lot of a lot of unanswered questions at the moment. But, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it is it is a big decision. Um that the USTA have to have to make with with regard to the US Open because it is a, a decision that will affect a, uh, a hell of a lot of people. Um, and uh, yeah, as as we say, I think at the moment, um, as we speak on this this very pod, I think um, yeah, I think I think courtesy is a is a really important thing. Um, communication is going to be important. Transparency. Um, and I'll, yeah, and obviously, obviously, we're not privy to um, we're not privy to all the all the discussions, and we're very thankful to all the, all the players that we've spoken to that have given us a bit of an insight um, as as to what's going on. But I think at the moment, it's it's really important that um, that communication um, is strong. There's only a month to go. Very fluid situation. Things can change very quickly. Um, and of course, the players have been given that boost of the distribution of of ten million pounds from Wimbledon in, in prize money. Very generous. Um, Something that will no doubt prop them up at least at least in the short term and give them a real boost. Um, you almost don't want to sort of, uh, I, I guess in a, in a sense counter that by um, leaving any players um, uh, leaving any players in, in the lurch. They need to be kept informed with uh, with with what's going on, um, and then they can they can make the decision based on what they feel is right for them.
0: Yeah, no, I agree one hundred percent. And that, and that's I think the um that that's I think a great point. And the players do need to make. A decision that's right for them but transparency and communication I think is the really big one and um, yeah it's whether it does go ahead in New York is is there a possibility of going to Indian Wells and going into and going into Palm Springs where there's not as many cases there um, I'm trying to look at where the, where Palm Springs is or where Indian Wells is so they're in Riverside County um, I think from memory here. Riverside County. Um,
1: I, I just wonder if it's too if it's too short notice now to move the whole thing to to yeah. uh, in, um in Wales. Yeah. yeah, a month well, doesn't really a,
0: give. A month doesn't really give. Um, doesn't really give much time, does it?
1: No, it's 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 a lot of things to to work out in in four weeks. I don't, I don't think it can happen. I, th- I think now it's it's pretty much New York or bust.
0: Yep, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I was just thinking like of possible possibilities that might uh, possible outcomes that we could achieve a good tournament but yeah i think um i think flushing meadows is gonna have to be and the billy King tennis center is gonna have to be it um it's it's such a confusing time i'm still kind of lost for words for for what to actually say so i'm surprised we've managed to squeeze out a 17 and a half minute podcast out of this because um yeah. it's it's very it's yeah i'm just stunned really because I wasn't expecting of all the tournaments to to be cancelled. I wasn't expecting it to be Washington, um, with the with the lack of cases that they've had compared to so many other places in the United States. And Donald Trump said this morning as well, um, in the U.S. that he expects it to get worse there before it gets better. So, yeah, if that comment doesn't, both if if that comment is isn't ominous, I don't know what is. So in terms of a U.S. Open point of view and a USTA point of view, so fingers crossed that. We can get an answer in in the next couple of weeks, and what what would your deadline be on an absolute definite answer? I know they say that they're full steam ahead still, but yeah, when they tell players, okay, it is a hundred thousand percent going ahead, make your travel arrangements now. What would a deadline date be for you?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, if putting myself into play shoes, of, co- of course, I think the obvious answer would be as soon as possible. Um, but to actually. Pick out a date. Um, I'd be wanting to know by first of August. I think July thirty first. Yeah. Um, I think if you're if you're leaving it too long after that, um, it's it's a real logistical headache. And because as well, let's let's just remember as well, um, you know, regardless of where players are coming from. Of course, if you're if you're playing in Europe um, and you're a European based player, it's going to be really easy to get to that European event. If yeah. you're an American based player. Um, and you're playing an America-based event, which we've been talking about a lot today, it's going to be easier for you to get there. But if you're, you know, coming from Europe to the States, as we've already spoken a bit about, or, you know, Australia to the States, whatever it is, um, we can't forget that, especially at the moment, with international travel, generally speaking, at an absolute grinding halt, Mm. um, I haven't really been keeping tabs on what flights are operating, how international travel is actually working, but... I can't imagine that there's going to be a hell of a lot of choice when it comes to actually getting players getting themselves to where they need to be. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just expect that it's going to be very, very limited options. So that's going to take even longer to work out. So if I'm a player, um, you want to know as soon as humanly possible. But yeah. I think, um, I'd probably give it another sort of week and a half. Um, start of August, end of July is is when I'd want to, is when I would want to know. Um, to get myself over there. Um. Uh, you know, set myself up, get ready, um, get into and, that bubble. Yeah, exactly, and get into the bubble, and um, you know, potentially even even sooner because um, you know, we're, what if what if players don't don't get an exemption from having to to quarantine um, if if they were to head over to the states, then they you know they're pretty much going in completely clean. So um, you could almost argue um, that they would need to know it even before then to get themselves over there straight away. So. Yep. Um, I mean, it's 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 a really really hard one. Um, it's and at the moment, it's it's cutting it really fine. They the authorities really need to get a move on because yeah. um, they're not leaving a lot of time. It's 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 almost now and ever, really. It's got to be in the next. It's got to be in the next week.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. And next week. And look, the Billie Jean King Tennis Center was a hospital two months ago. So yeah, definitely. it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it has to be. It has to be in the next two weeks. And look for the European players that have to go from Europe to America, then back to Europe, and then the Australian players that will have to go from here to America, then to Europe. It's a lot of travel. That is a lot of international travel. And shouldn't we? And my opinion has been: should we just either cancel it all or keep everything in all the tournaments in one region? And yeah. at the moment, I'm leaning towards that being in Europe and the U.S. Open being cancelled. If we're going to get tennis at all keep it in Europe and I know the Americans want to get the tournament done and I know a lot of players want the US Open to go ahead but um, I don't know if it seems safe so uh, that's probably that's probably all we can say on the matter I guess and um, yeah hopefully more events can sort more information can unfold and and we can see more um, more in writing over the next week and, and see what the USTA has to offer and see what they want to do and I know they say they're full steam ahead but doesn't seem like they should be i reckon there'd be severe doubts in their mind and it could be just sort of that public public look of um look of unity and and just saying you know what you know strength we're we're doing it it's happening but behind closed doors i reckon there'd be severe doubts in the minds of the usca officials but joel Ferrucci, thank you very much for for being a part of this emergency one it seems like we're doing a few of them this year
1: yeah, I know. Uh, it's a, it's our second one, and um, unfortunately, all related to that certain uh, five letter word, which we're getting kind of annoyed about. But um, yeah, yeah, big big week ahead, big week ahead, and uh, I guess we wait with bated breath to see what happens.
0: Yep. Well, we'll bring every we'll bring everything to you uh, of the next week's events. We'll bring it all to you next Tuesday on our podcast. Remember, you can listen to yesterday's podcast as well with Luke Saville and Matt Keenan. Subscribe on Wooshka. Uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Breakpoint Pod, Instagram at Breakpoint Podcast, Facebook Breakpoint uh, at Breakpoint One, uh, Breakpoint Pod One, sorry. And Joel Fruitsch is on Twitter at Joel Fruit And I'm on Twitter, VFebo96. So plenty to get through over the next week. Fingers crossed there's no more tournament cancellations. And if there are, we will bring all of that news to you here on Breakpoint Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week, tennis fans.